Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. This 0% royalty debate just rages on. It seems like every time I'm ready to move off of it and start a new topic, it's like something else happens. There's more development, there's more stories, and I have to keep going back to it. Well, last night, Magic Eden added fuel to the fire by announcing optional creator royalties. Buyers will have the option to set their royalties when they're making the purchases of the NFT. It's somewhat like leaving a tip. And in the announcement, Magic Eden even said that they're going to temporarily waive their marketplace fees. So today we're going to discuss where all this came out of and what does this mean for the NFT community. So yesterday, as I was coming out of the Hoodlum Society hangout on Twitter Spaces, I saw that Magic Eden was hosting a room in the middle of the night with 1.5 thousand people in it. I said, wow, 1,500 people at this hour? Magic Eden is doing that? I wonder what's going on over there. So of course, I hop into the room and I hear that they're explaining why they decided to go with the optional royalties and exactly what this means, especially since the fact that previously they made an announcement saying that they had no intentions of going to 0% royalty because they understand that the importance of that to NFT projects and to creators. However, due to the market sentiment, of course, this is a ongoing topic that constantly comes up. In addition to that, there are multiple marketplaces that are trying to take Magic Eden's spot as the number one Solana marketplace. They are already offering 0% royalties. And over on Solana, things are very degenish, if that is a word, in the sense that there's still a lot of flipping and trading going on. So these little percentages really add up quickly, especially when you're doing high volume. Therefore, they're in jeopardy of losing their market share. So despite saying that they had no intentions of going in this direction, they quickly pivoted and decided to make the royalty optional. And with this, I wonder how many people are actually going to pay the royalty because how many people really volunteer to pay a tax, right? Technically, this is like a tax. It is added onto whatever the purchase price would be. And how many people are actually so much in love with arts that they consider themselves to be patrons of the arts? How many people even donate to those street performers? Because even in New York City, there's some really good ones. And all across the world, really, lots of talent on the streets. How many people actually give to them? And let's take this from a business standpoint. Have you ever heard of Tim Ferriss? He became famous after writing The 4-Hour Workweek. That was actually one of the first business books I've ever read. Very interesting. I probably should revisit that now because it's been out for a while. I want to see how relevant it is in 2022. However, after writing this book, becoming a best-selling author, he launched one of the world's most popular podcasts. And of course, one of the number one ways of monetizing a podcast is selling ads. And that is exactly what he does. So he ends up making a lot of money from his podcast. A few years back, he decided to experiment and make an ad-free show. However, there was an option to tip him. He wanted to do this to see if he could sustain the business at the same level with an optional tip. Because certain times when people are given the option, because sometimes at a restaurant, when the tip is actually baked in, sometimes people will actually give less than if you gave them the option to choose. So he wanted to run this experiment to see if that business could sustain that level of revenue that it was. And I don't think he ran this for a month because the revenue dropped off substantially. So this sort of proved that although he was putting out great content, it was still the same. The people weren't willing to support the show at the same levels that the ads could support the show. So going back to this, as far as making these royalties optional, 
how many people are actually going to pay it? And I don't think it's going to be that many. It's going to be a major hit to projects, especially the one-of-one artists. So either we're going to see a lot higher mint prices up front, or as I've said and mentioned many times, we're going to see a lot more creative ways of building businesses in Web3. And Magic Eden is actually encouraging this. While making this announcement, there's a tweet that they put out, which I'll actually link to. They even said that they're going to have a $1 million bounty for creative monetization options that the community can suggest on how these projects can generate revenues without relying on royalties. So that's very interesting to see. And I would love to hear how the community is going to step up and the suggestions that would be made. However, as nice as this sounds, a $1 million bounty to help out the creators and the community, this whole announcement was not met with warm feelings. In fact, most people that spoke in the space was very critical. However, I'm going to give Magic Eden a lot of credit for holding the space because they knew that they were going to be dragged across the coal. However, they still stood there. The team was there. They were answering questions and they just let it go on. Certain people were saying some things out of anger and frustration. However, the team actually stood in there and they understood exactly where they were coming from and they were very empathetic. And I thought that was just very interesting to see. And even before this announcement, I was trying to figure out, can these royalties be hard written into the code? Apparently, it can be done on Ethereum. However, it seems like that cannot be done on Solana. Now, take this with a grain of salt because I'm not a developer. I don't know Solidity and I have no clue how to code anything for Solana. However, I did ask Gigi, the founder of Crypto Tech Women, if royalties can go into a code. And she says, yes, it absolutely can. So that is over on ETH, most likely the answer she gave me because her project is on ETH. And I know that she knows Solidity is coding. I never really specified in my questioning. However, I would love to know how this is going to actually work now with Solana, considering that the marketplaces are doing all these things. Is there some way for them to write this into the code? I'm not certain. So at the end of the day, it really is just business. And I understand that Magic Eden has to maintain its competitive advantage. And just having the largest size and being the place where all the attention is for so long isn't enough. All these little places or marketplaces, I should say, are popping up and they have 0% royalty. So in order to really keep their dominance, I understand why they did what they did. And at the end of the day, their business is selling NFT. So they want to keep that attention and dominance in the marketplace. However, again, I just want to give them credit for giving the community the opportunity to weigh in on this. And it went for three hours and 42 minutes and over 15,000 people were in and out of the room and they had an open stage. So anyone could come in, say their two cents, there were projects, there were just regular collectors, there were artists and so many other people. And not everything was good news. There's a lot of complaining, a lot of criticism, and they just took everything on the chin. So with that said, I think it's just a great lesson for just any kind of business for that matter. You're going to have to make some decisions that are absolutely in the best interest of the business. However, it might not go over well. And just being able to adapt change and shift because just like how a few months ago they said that they would not be going down this route but based on the current marketing conditions they did pivot and go in that way and yes they're dealing with the criticism and all the backlash that came from that but I think it is just a good sign of showing how they're willing to adapt and as the market changes they're willing to change their plan and nothing's really set in stone because it would be pretty easy for me to just hop on this and just bash everything that they're doing however it is business, and I do understand that. So I'd love to know what your thoughts are. Please feel free to reach out to me at Tropic Vibes on Twitter. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. 
As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.